So along with uh, Gareth, we've tracked down another great Queensland bowler. Michael Casper is joining us, Queensland ledge. Um, Casper, did you ever take six wickets in six balls? <laughs> I got a double hat trick when I was about 12 years. I was four and four, yeah. but not six, no, no. Amazing, eh? Quadruple hat trick. We call it. So you can imagine the right, chaos. The oh, and Paddy was saying, like young kids, and towards the end of the third grade batting order, there's a lot of even younger than seventeen and eighteen. The the scramble for kit would have been every, going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Muzz bought one getting timed out, maybe. Well, no, that's mate. exactly. <laughs> Muzz brought that up. He said, "Boys, you can imagine the chaos in the Surface Paradise team dugout. I wonder if Gareth considered." <laughs> Time down appeal. So, yes, yeah, like if, if you're just joining us, um, uh, we found him, Gareth Morgan. He's, he's probably, he's even in more demand than you this morning, Casper, to tell you the truth. For the yeah, Mudgerabar yeah. Narang third grade cricket side against Surface Paradise, Surface needed five to win off the last over. And, and Gareth, their skipper, who's 44, he tells us, has taken six wickets from six balls. All right, hey, you're going to join the uh, SEN commentary team for the summer, mate. That's great news. Yeah, looking forward to it. We did a few uh, BBL games last year. Good fun. Jason Matthews, um, down, yeah, from he's from obviously down to Gold Coast, but um, yeah, it was it was good fun. Um, it's like the closest I've actually got to watch cricket for ages too. I generally don't, right, eh? don't go that tight at it, but yeah, it was actually really good, and the skills were great to watch, yeah, which no, I'm sure they will be even better this year. It's a great comp, isn't it? And and the so too the the women's and the WBBL was in Mackay, and I know you're doing plenty of work uh, assisting Mackay get content to their new stadium. Were you up there? And the crowd seemed to really enjoy it. No, I wasn't up there, but yeah, I've been helping out uh, Mackay Cricket uh, that own, um, well, the, um, the the ground formerly known as, I'm thinking maybe we start calling it that, uh, Harrop Park, yep. Um, yep. is now the Great Barrier Reef Arena, and it's the most spectacular um, facility, if you like, sport facility, cricket facility right now, um, that it's the best in, in regional Australia. So great to see them. They had the Shield game there um, oh, a few weeks ago. Queensland beat the Vicks up there. And then also, too, like you said, the WBBL uh, match up there and um, Brisbane Heat coming through. Yes, second last ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> now the, the World Cup's hiding up too, mate. Um, what, what are you making of it? What are you making of Australia's form? And is New Zealand a chance at, at all of beating India? Um, I'll go to the second one first. I think, look, New Zealand possibly. They're always a dark horse, aren't they? And, oh, look, they've got this thing, this belief that, you know, and they've done it before in, in, in World Cups in every form of the game. So, look, on the day, you just, if, if, if India's going to make a hiccup, then New Zealand are, are possible to do it. Um, so, yes, they possibly could. Um, but I think India are nine, have won nine games straight. Um, and after that win against the Netherlands and scoring 400, um, look, and rightly so, they, they are the favourites. But for the Australian team, oh, look, a little bit up and down. I don't know if right from the start they actually knew who their best team was. Yeah. And and I think that's what they've sort of done, try to find it along the way, which is a few hiccups early. Of course, um, I think you pointed out the other day too so well that um, – even though Maxwell scored 200 and, you know, we end up winning that game, it masked a lot of the issues internally. Like we oh. weren't actually what we weren't doing well. 
Um, but maybe that was it. A bit of belief in the team. And, look, you know, Mitch Marsh came out, scores 170. Yeah. Um, Steve Smith with a 50-odd. So there's that belief getting there. So Australia, obviously, with form and running hot right now. But I guess out of the whole World Cup, you're watching it. And holy mackerel, you just look at the bat. The way the bat has dominated ball has been something to behold. How do you look at us overview? I mean, every, every time I talk on this show and talk to Heels about it, India have just been so well-rounded. Batters doing it. You know, if someone fails at the top order, which is unlikely, someone deeper down just keeps, you know, there's a century or someone from them. Then their bowlers come out. And whether it be the quicks or whether it be the spinners, they're doing damage. We don't seem to be getting that well-rounded performance from the Aussies and we're nine matches in. Yeah, look, you could jump to one conclusion and they've got 1.3 billion people to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to extract some pretty good ones in amongst that. I reckon it's just that belief. I used the word earlier, but in India right now and through you know years and years of the BBL, oh, sorry, the uh, IPL, um, there's just this belief. Every player coming in, they look so good. And certainly with the bat, the way that they're scoring their runs and the confidence they have, it's, you know, back in the day when, you know, there was a Tendulkar and a Dravid and, you know, Laxman and all that sort of stuff, you still thought you had a chance against the other guys. But like you said, Paddy, that right now, the, the way that mm. that even if you do get those early wickets and get Coley out early, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of other guys that coming up and consistently uh, stepping up. And don't underrate their bowling, Crab. If you have you seen them, have you seen them bowl? Uh, and it's sort of evening before dew sets in. I've never seen the white ball swing and seam so consistently. Uh, and Boomer, Shami, and Siraj, experts the way they're bowling. Oh yeah, yeah, and the pace is good too. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So I think one of the things, and this is the whole part um, I've mentioned about bat dominating and the way that just the shots that people are playing, and and whether it's smaller fields or flatter wickets or whatever you want to call it, it's time for the bowlers and the ball to um, find a way. And one of the things that I've noticed, well, just the execution. So as far as executing Yorkers, being pinpoints in that in that delivery. And then certainly the Australian side, just, just off a bit. Um, but one of the things I'm looking forward to is the way the ball, the bowlers have always um, um, changed and evolved. Like when the bat's on top, then the ball will find a way, historically. So right now, what I'm looking forward to is the next stage of all this is evolving the slower ball. Because I think even earlier today, Hills, you were talking about the way that batters are picking slow yeah. balls and they're waiting and um, launching it. So it's up to the bowlers just, as I said, to find a new way to do it. Maybe it's, um, you know, and for the slow ball, maybe they're uh, getting slower. Yeah, well, I mean, you played 43 ODIs. They tend to get a lot more work than that now. But could you have ever imagined in your wildest that India would do, you know, again, last night, four for 410 hmm. against <laughs> Netherlands? I mean... It's just crazy, isn't it? It's eight runs every over. <sighs> well, I think they, and maybe that's uh, what's happened is that, oh, look, historically, going back to Hills' era, um, when, what was it, um, uh, Richie Benno used to say double the score at 30 overs. Yes. And generally everyone was 120, so 240 was like genius. It was like a, a great score. Um, 
like I said, we're, we're talking 400s. 350, 400 is a, is a par score these days. Yeah. And I reckon what's happened is that through 2020 cricket, the way the uninhibited way that guys are coming out batting and backing themselves in, okay, only 120 balls, um, that sort of flowed on. And the same way that 50 over cricket um, increased um, the scoring rate in test cricket. So even now, you know, four runs and over, over you know, 90 overs a day, if you're not scoring 350, it's, you know, it's almost like you're not trying. Yeah. Um, so it's, it may, over time, it's just, you know, point, that's the product that 50 over cricket change scoring in uh, test cricket, but the same way that 20 over cricket now players back with the confidence and belief that, you know, that's changed 50 over cricket mm, I th- through this tournament. I think even more so, this this one. Um, now, you talked about the belief of India. Australia's always got belief and, when you know, we're all quite optimistic about their bowlers clicking um, and New Zealand, they'll be ready for a little letdown if India want to want to have a bad day. South Africa, you know, do they believe they can beat Australia? Looking at coming off the Rugby World Cup, possibly, yeah. um, because they shouldn't have won that one either. Um, yeah, I, look, they will. They naturally will. But I think as far as stars, you know, South Africa, they haven't got to the, the names of the past and, and all that, the experience. And that's where I look at the Australian side. Even though they haven't quite clicked earlier on and now we're sort of seeing it change, I think coming into World Cups and certainly the finals are the most crucial one is where your experience gets you home. Um, those tight moments when you've got, you know, Steve Smith's hitting him well here. Um, you know, thank you very much. I reckon we, you know, we it should be sweet. But I just reckon that's where, and over time, you see the Australian teams and the success that we've had. Um, when you just looked at that scoreboard um, and the team, the experience was there, yep. it always finds a way in the final. Hey, Casper, you've been generous with your time. One, one quick one. Marnus or Marcus for the semi final? Oh, I'm going Marnus. Former right, State yeah. High, um, yeah. former <laughs> Brisbane State High student, uh, along with Ian Healy and Michael Kasperovich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> exactly. Um, and also Glamorgan, which I've managed to play uh, yes. with as well. So, and so there's, um, there's no danger of that. But there's um, a lot to like yeah. about what he's done, too, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, I think and I, I, someone was talking about maybe Ricky uh, Ponting in the commentary, and they're talking about all-rounders, and, and they just sort of talked about all-rounders. Obviously, it's normally ball and bat, but maybe there's another category when you talk about an all-rounder being a batsman fielder or sort of bringing that to the table, and, geez, hasn't he shown that? Yep, yep. He's, he's fully involved, that's for sure. What about, you know, the, the thrill of hitting good bowlers – is sometimes easier than the, a scary part-timer, you know. So <laughs> can you see Australia just haven't produced a – like a, a um, Boomerah is getting two for 32 off 10 overs. We just haven't yeah. been anywhere near that. Um, do we start with maybe Maxwell? What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, look, I'm not sure that you – having a, you know, an each-way bet and the final's the way to go and just having a crack at it. But, oh, there is. There's, there's definitely – yeah, people. You know, you don't will not want to get out yeah. to part timers. Maybe, maybe even go deeper heels and find out who Indian opening batsmen, which IPL teams they play with, and if even if David Warner is one of their teammates, open with him <laughs> because it's almost like your brother or your best mate. You don't want to get out to them. Yep. You don't want to give them the honour. 
and maybe, maybe you could even, you know, like I said, go a little bit funkier with it. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. really open the door now. Hey, uh, <laughs> I just quickly, we've got one from Dimmy here on the text line. In an era where 400 is not that unusual, I was actually at the Oval in 2002 when I saw Surrey play Glamorgan in which Casper played. Surrey made five for 438. Glamorgan made 429, chasing an extraordinary game. More importantly, I think I had two for 52, I think. Oh. That's my figures. So I actually, um, yeah, well, and it was the funny part about that game, and thanks for bringing that up, <laughs> because I think we had the record chase at the time, and that might have been the record score. But it was classic at the Oval and Heels, you know that particularly well. It was the very, as you're looking from the dressing room down to the other end, it was the very far right last turf wicket on that side. So you had about a 45-minute Boundary. Okay, to the gas <laughs> to tanks, side. to the gasometers. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah those guys. Yeah. So I didn't have to catch any out of there, but came close. Two for 52. That would have been by far the most mm. economical figures in that sort of score. Well, something Thank- like that. It was. It was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, Someone mate. else got hurt. <laughs> Great to chat. Can't wait for these uh, semifinals and finals of what's been a wonderful World Cup so far. And we can't, hear to, uh, can't wait to hear your dulcet tones on SEN over the summer. Very good, Cass. Looking forward to it. Thanks, yeah, guys. Man. See ya.